0: Super Bowl champ, Kerry Davis, Randy Carricker. It is the opening drive on 101 ESPN. We go to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line. And our friend, the Hall of Famer, Bernie Federico, joins us as he does every Wednesday morning. Bernie, welcome back. How's that tan? Oh, it's pretty good, Randy. <laughs>
1: Feels pretty darn good. <laughs> hey, hey, Bernie just got back from a cruise. Good for you.
2: You enjoyed yourself. I'm, I'm sure that was a much needed break.
1: It was really nice. The weather was 90 degrees every day, uh, sunny. What more can I say? It was perfect. Good.
2: It must feel good to come back to to the Blues playing well as well. What have you seen from them since the break ended uh, in these last couple of games?
1: Well, you know, they've got a little more energy, obviously. Uh, They got away with one the other night. Uh, You know, having to win 6-5 against Arizona is not a great thing, but they found a way to, to hang on and win the game. And last night, Hey, last night good goaltending, good bounces, and you can see they're they're refreshed and they're energized, and uh, they've got a long way to go, but uh, it's it's a good start, good couple of steps so so far. Uh, after the the little break that they had. Bernie, I
0: remember when you got traded, and you didn't want to be traded, but you got traded after a long time here in St. Louis. And as a fan base, we were bummed out. We're bummed out about Vladimir Tarasenko. The circumstances are different, but the question for me is, what was it like for you, after so many years wearing the Blue Note, to put on a different sweater, kind of like Vladdy did last Friday night with the Rangers?
1: Well, it's tough. I mean, uh, there, there's no question that, that uh, you know, Vladdy, like I, obviously would like to spend the entire time with one organization. I mean, when you get drafted by a team, you want to stay there, but uh, you understand real quickly that it's a business, and I think going back to my day, um, you know, it was shocking, and, and it really didn't happen an awful lot. I mean, in the in the situation that there is today now, uh, with the free agency, with the cap, I think the guys, you know, realize, and, and they have opportunities, I mean, uh, to go and uh, you know, Vladdy's probably going to make a lot more money off this deal and he's going to get an opportunity to play, um, you know, somewhere else and and, and 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 experience something else. And I think that's the way I look in line. I mean, it was a different experience. I think I always look at it. I got a chance to wear uh, an original six uh, uniform, um, you know, with the, the sweater with the Detroit Red Wings and Vladdy's going to do the same thing with the Rangers. But uh, it's always different. I mean, you, you go from – I always said that you go from being in control – to being out of control because you're going into a different atmosphere where there's uh, different leaders on the team where there's different things uh that you have to kind of try to fit into the locker room so it's a tough situation but um you know i look back at my time it was it was tough to do it but uh, i made some friends in detroit i got to see another organization and um you know always be uh you know thankful that i did get that opportunity although I would have loved to not uh, have the experience it because I would have loved to stay in St. Louis my whole career.
2: Hey, Bernie, the the Blues have scored 12 goals in their last two games, probably not sustainable for the remainder of the season. But if they are playing this well, do you see potentially more trades happening before the trade deadline or, or do you think that they can continue at this pace and keep the guys that they have?
1: Well, I think the situation is going to be where do they think they can finish the year at? And I think that's something that Doug Armstrong is, is going to have to figure out. Uh, is this team uh, capable of, of, of making, uh, I guess, playoff positioning? And, and is, are they capable of winning a cup? Uh, and I think that's something that, that you know, that, that the organization has to within uh, figure out. if they're, they, They've they got, obviously, guys that are going to be unrestricted free agents at the end of the year. I mean, you, you've got to always... I mean, there's so much more to, to think about. I mean, it's can they fit in the cap? Can they? Uh, are they going to be competitive for a number of years? I mean, there's so many different factors that are involved. So I think that's something that Doug Armstrong. Uh, I mean, every time you hear what Ryan O'Reilly has to say, or or you know, with uh, Barbershev too, he's unrestricted. Uh, Achari, these are the guys that are, are 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 this. Is this team going in the right direction? Or is it time to to make some subtle changes and and get some draft picks and and make some moves in the offseason to make this team more competitive in the future? So I think those are the the factors that are going on right now. And I think the players all understand, the guys especially that are unrestricted free agents, those those are the guys that understand the business of the game. And I think the guys that are, are, are already under contract, they understand the business too. So they want to win. And I think the organization wants to win. The ownership wants to win. So it's it's going to be uh, really up to Doug Armstrong to decide where this team is going and is it going to be going, you know, north or south right now, and that's where the decision whether it has to be made for what's going to happen uh, for the future.
0: And Bernie, we, as fans, Kerry, former pro athlete, so he gets it. We, we tend to think, oh, it's just easy. They just move around, and they, they go, and they stay in the, the nice hotels, and they make a ton of money. But we're talking about human beings. A guy like Ryan O'Reilly, who doesn't have any control because he doesn't have a no-trade, he's driving around listening to this show and hearing his name bandied about. He's got a young family, and it isn't easy, I, I just observe it, it isn't easy to wait until March 3rd and then really have to uproot your life and move somewhere else for a few months while your family is elsewhere.
1: Yeah, it is. It, that, that's the big thing, Randy, is that, that I mean, if, if all the guys were single, uh, if there was no families attached to it, then it would kind of be pretty easy, and especially when you go, okay, I can handle this, I'm going to go somewhere else, I'm going to be making 5 or $6 million or $10 million a year. Uh, it's not that bad, but it is. Uh, you know, kids are in school. Kids have friends. Um, you know, their wives have have uh, have have you know been here. They they've established relationships with with friends and and even with the teammates. So friends. I mean, so that that's I think the uh, the the human part of it is is always the hardest part of it. And I think uh, as you know, hockey fans, people uh, maybe don't understand that as much because they you know their lives are are so much different. I mean, you've got a job. Uh, here in St. Louis, and you know you're with a company, and you're going to be here uh, until you uh, choose otherwise. Well, with with uh, you know athletes, they really a lot of times don't choose to move; they they, they <laughs> get traded, and it's not up to them. So yeah, the, the factors are different, obviously, but uh, I think we all understand that um, it's different. When you're an athlete, you understand that that could happen, and and you know when you sign up for one thing, you you know that unless you've got a no trade clause. Um, there's a chance that at that, that some point in time uh, you're going to be moved.
2: Hey, Bernie, I'm looking at this third line of Barbashev, Achari, and, and Blay. And, and Blay obviously getting here, scoring a goal in his first game. Achari seems to just find people and want to hit people. He enjoys that part of it. And Barbashev uh, scoring scoring pugs. What have you seen from this third line? And, and how important are, have they been, uh, this group has been since the break?
1: Well, you know, Sammy Blake coming back, I mean, obviously uh, he really didn't have great time in in new york he, he struggled with injuries didn't really get a chance to play that much so uh, i think this is a you know breath of fresh air for him coming back he knows the organization he knows the town he knows a lot about it he gets a goal letting his first came back so it, it all was always good but i mean I, I think achari's been very consistent all season long uh, he's one of the guys that, that no matter what the score is or what the way that the team has played uh, i think he's been pretty consistent uh as a really third or fourth line guy i mean he's been doing a great job uh, Penley killing you mentioned that uh, he's very physical out there he's, he's an energy guy that you're supposed to be so once again though he's in a situation that uh you know he's an unrestricted free agent at the end of the year as well as is barbachev i mean barbachev had such a great year last year what he scored 25 goals or whatever uh he only has 10 this year so things have not gone the way he wants to but uh, he's still uh he's one of those players that that can play up and down the lineup so i'm, I'm sure there's a lot of interest for him. Now the blue is going to be able to offer him enough money. It, and again, that's a decision they have to make. Otherwise if he's going to be an unrestricted free agent. And then, then there's a chance that he's not going to be coming back here. So I think that's when you have these guys that are, uh, you know, unrestricted, I mean, does Armstrong has to decide whether I'm, uh, am I going to get something back for him or for them, um, you know, with draft picks or another player before the trade deadline, or if I'm not going to take the chance of hanging on to these guys and, and then losing him because them both, because we can't sign them in the offseason because of the cap or whatever is going on. So, uh, the third line is very important on any hockey team. I mean, uh, you, you always rely on your, your first couple of lines, but the third line has to do a really good job, not only with, with the checking part of it, but you know, when they're we're cashing in on some goals, it uh, makes it a lot easier for the rest of the team. So, that line has done a good job to the first couple of games have been together. So, um, you know, we'll see what happens uh, the rest of the season, but certainly uh, they've done a good job.
0: Hall of Famer Bernie Federco, thanks so much for the time. We do appreciate it. Welcome back and enjoy this beautiful day
1: in St. Louis. Thank you, gentlemen. It is going to be a beautiful day. I will do that. All right. We'll talk to you soon. Take
0: care. You bet. That's the great Bernie Federco joining us on the opening drive.